My friend Jerry calls. Come up now, it's an island. You couldn't be any safer. I agree. So, after the rapist is caught, I arrive ten days early for her wedding on Lake Huron, on a tiny island she and her husband-to-be own with another couple. I pack a wedding outfit, a bathing suit, shorts, mosquito repellent, an icon of Mary I painted for a wedding present. I hadn't realized it would be a regular social gathering on the island. Jerry is 50, Stephen 60, best friends who've lived together for nearly 30 years. Stephen, the cook and organizer, comes and goes to the mainland, making wedding feast preparations. His best friend camps down by the water in a tent. Jerry's older brother and his wife are staying in the guest room at the main house. I have my own little bedroom cottage in the woods. There's no lock on my door. This is not what scares me. It's the evil that can come in dreams, in spirit, in the night, through fear. I pray, please, God, keep evil far away. I'm convinced my own fear will invite it. Each morning, on my way to the house for coffee, I wave my hands in front of my face, destroying spider webs woven across the path from tree to tree overnight, every night. I think I look like a crazy woman waving away bad memories. Everybody knows, but nobody mentions the rape. I feel like when I was 12 and my mother finally bought me a bra, the whole family noticed, but nobody said a word. Being on an island with five people who know I've been raped feels like my family ritual, the gauntlet. Running nude to your room after a bath as everyone rubs their pointer fingers like two sticks making a fire. Shame, 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 shame. In Lake Huron, I make myself swim nude in front of everyone. Then finally, sitting next to Jerry out on the deck one night, I cry as I confess it feels verboten to mention the rape. Talk all you want, she says. We didn't know you'd want to. And so I bring it up with everyone I meet for two years. Something like a quarter of all women in the world will be raped at least once. It felt right to do my part in destigmatizing the experience. Stigmata sounds like schmada, but it's nada. Stigmata are the wounds of Christ. Stigmatists carry the wounds of Christ on their bodies, holes in the palms and feet, a wound in the side under the heart, punctures around the head from the crown of thorns. The pain is sometimes accompanied by religious ecstasy. Stigmata are also the places on flowers that receive pollen grains. These fertilize the eggs that make the seeds that grow new flowers. Playing Scrabble and sipping wine on the screened-in porch at sunset, the lake lapping on the rocks below, a guest tells us her stepmother once accused her of not cleaning the kitchen well enough, then rubbed her face raw with a Brillo pad. I don't know why I told you that, she says. I don't like to think about it. I never think about it. It only brings it all back. I think it's because I told her about my rape, and she's kindly sharing to show solidarity. The rapist should be ashamed, not me. I refuse to feel shame. I feel shame. I am shamed. We hide in the dark what shames us. Who said, let there be light? Oh yeah, God. Who said that telling your secrets to someone, anyone, bringing them into the light heals? Freud?
It was the original idea behind the sacrament of confession, not punishment, but purging, cleansing, lightening the load, healing. The first woman who'd been raped in San Miguel is a yoga teacher and a Buddhist. After she gave her statement to the police, she made herself difficult to find, and then she refused to testify at the trial. She did not want to dwell on the rape. She wanted to leave the whole incident behind. To testify was to give energy, power, to something that should be allowed to dry up and blow away like a dead leaf. To help deal out punishment would be like throwing fuel on the fire of her own pain. She did not believe in an eye for an eye. Those were not her exact words. I got them secondhand, and I don't know if Buddhist philosophy would support her in this. I do not believe in an eye for an eye either. This I knew. I did not want that man allowed back on the street to rape another woman.